0: Here is the holy and unholy from two millennials balancing life, work, love, pregnancy, kids, and
1: everything in between. Follow our journey as we learn and discuss everything we wish we knew before we did it.
0: Hey everybody and welcome back to Sunday School. Welcome back. So uh, today's drink is a blueberry mojito.
1: Blueberry because Eleni's having a boy. (laughs)
0: Ah, <laughs> so the ingredients are one cup of well, you don't have to use exact measurements, but basically blueberries, mint leaves, lime wedges, um, simple syrup or sugar if you don't have simple syrup, lime juice, white rum, crushed ice, sparkling water. Um, I had all of those except the rum. <laughs> Yes, I thought it was pretty. The drink is really pretty. Yes, it, it does look very nice. Now for mine,
1: I I kind of mush the blueberries and the mint together. Yeah, that was a cool idea. Yeah, so it kind of give
0: you like a color. Yes,
1: yeah, not only that, but I I do think the taste was um in the drink a little bit more whenever I tasted it because I had one with it crushed and one without crushed.
0: Well, the blueberries when you crush them kind of look like snot. <laughs> they do, <laughs> but it's still good. So this week I am doing the nice segment. Um, I hate doing these sometimes because I feel like I'm just boasting, but just to get you guys, you know, motivated to do something nice this week, Um, I am a knitter. I love to knit, so I knitted beanies for babies in the NICU. I'm about to be a mom, so I figured that'd be really nice to have that if I was in that situation, so um, there was a few beanies I went out to the NICU this week. That's cute. Yeah.
1: If I ever have a third, can you make my baby one too? Yes, of course I can.
0: So today's topic is (laughs) funny because, so Hilda comes to my house, she walks in, and I'm like, all right, so I don't know if I'm going into labor or not, but I just feel like I peed myself.
1: (laughs) And she's like, what? And I'm literally trying to just put everything down and figure out, like, is she joking? Is she being for real? I was being for real. So then she's sitting there, well, standing there, really, walking around. She literally looks like a chicken without her head going all over the place jacob also he looks like he's just frazzled not really knowing what to do going back and forth
0: but i was persistent (laughs) on just recording this podcast before we left yes so we're we're gonna go to the hospital later but in the (laughs) meantime today's topic is all about mom so what are some pregnant mom must-haves in each trimester so there's three trimesters but now i feel like there's more um light to it being a four-trimester kind of situation where you're going through the first trimester of just adjusting to the high of being pregnant. The second trimester is adjusting to your new growing size. The third trimester is adjusting to the pain and preparing for postpartum. And then you have that fourth where you're trying to just recover and find yourself because you've been pregnant for like a year.
1: Pretty much feels like it. Sometimes yeah. it feels like a lot longer.
0: So I have a, I have a little list of my first trimester must-haves or my first trimester things that I bought that I really liked. Um, I don't know if you have your own personal list.
1: I'll add in, you know, my stuff that I needed because mine was a little while ago. I, I kind of <laughs> forgot. <laughs> but I'll add in what I remember, the ones that I know that were really important to me when I was pregnant.
0: Okay. So one of my first things that I got, which um, my mother-in-law actually told me about, it's called a Mama Natural book. And I really liked it. So I love the apps. I love having all the apps, like the informative baby apps, like what size your baby is today. But with this book, it's so informative. Um, it gets you excited. It gets you, it gives you some like natural remedies too. So I know during like the first few weeks, um, they tell you like how to cope with being nauseous or sick or whatever. So it was really nice to have like that week by week, um, book on top of all the apps. And I think I, The apps that I picked were um, The Bump, Ovia, and What to Expect.
1: I used, I didn't really read any books. I don't know why, just it wasn't for me. I Googled everything. I can tell you I read so many articles. um, And the app that I use, and I can say that I still use to this day, and my youngest now is 18 months, a year and a half. Um, I don't go by weeks. I'm not that type of person. (laughs) (laughs) But he's 18, 19 months, one or the other. Um, is Baby Center. Now, I used that one literally from the beginning uh, when I found out I was pregnant, and I still use it now. And what I liked about Baby Center was it sends you emails. Mm -hmm. Um, It also notifies you on the app itself, but now that I'm not pregnant, I just get the emails. Um, So it sends me emails depending on, you know, how many weeks I was when I was pregnant, so I get the emails, and then by month I would get the emails for that. Now that he's older... Um, it'll send me your baby is, you know, 18 months and so many weeks. And it'll tell me exactly what it is that we should be experiencing. So when I was pregnant, it would share with me, okay, this is what you're feeling. This is the size of your baby. And this is what's going to be happening next. Now that he's older, which is the reason that I like it is, it tells me more or less the milestones that he should kind of be hitting. You know, why, cool. why it is that he's so cranky or crabby and, you know, it's okay if he's doing this right now. Don't feel down on yourself. You're still doing a good job, so. I'm going to
0: download that one. Yes. I don't have Baby Center. Baby Center is great. My third must-have product would be prenatals, but with the DHA, because I don't like having to take separate supplements. I'm already bad at, like, trying to remember to take supplements, so having one that had just everything was great for me. It does make it a lot easier. Set an yeah. alarm on your phone. I, I forget everything, so. I have set alarms for everything. <laughs> I took I take mine at night because it makes me so nauseous to take it in the morning.
1: It makes me feel sick. I was just nauseous in general when I was pregnant.
0: <laughs> I I actually wasn't, so um, I didn't have to buy anything for morning sickness. I know that there's ginger pops out there. They're kind of like these, like little like ginger. I don't know if it's ginger ale or what it is, but it has like a little like it's supposed to help make you not feel nauseous. I didn't need them, but I had them. During both of my pregnancies, I was super sick.
1: With my oldest, I actually would, you know, complete throw up everything. With my second, I just couldn't eat. Um, but ginger ale, crackers, they were mm-hmm. lifesavers. That's yeah. how basically I kept myself alive. Um, and then I also did, and I think my doctor, honestly, with my first pregnancy, my doctor honestly might have laughed at me a little bit when she saw me with this, but there's... Some people may have heard of these, some people may have not, but there's, like, some wristbands. Oh, the C-bands? Yes. So I put those on because... Do those work? I don't know. I don't think they do. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you. I think my doctor laughed at me a little bit because I was just desperate. I was feeling so sick. I was super nauseous. I couldn't keep anything down. I mean, I would brush my teeth, and that would make me nauseous. Ugh. It was the worst. So finally, I was like, well, you know what? Let me go ahead and just try this. And I did. I tried the maybe... Couldn't have been even a week. So I don't know really if it Mm. helped or didn't help because I knew that I had my doctor's appointment coming up. So I was like, I'll just tell her. So I did. And I told her, let her know that I was feeling sick. So she prescribed some medication that helped. But if you want to try not going through medication, you want to test out the C bands to see if they work.
0: Try it. (laughs) My favorite purchase in the first trimester, and I was like not big enough to absolutely to need it, but I was like so happy to have it was the pregnancy pillow. Yes, that's, it it's like, it's like so I found out I was pregnant. and I was like, I gotta have a pillow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's very comfortable because you put it in all of like the right places and you just, uh-huh. you know, everything's,
0: I think it's good for even when you're not pregnant. Yes. Uh-huh. I love it. I don't know if that'll, that'll give it up. Um, my other must have is body moisture. I have went through, like, all of them. I've tried Palmer Cocoa Butter. I've tried Lush's Massage Bar. I've tried Honest Company. I've done Mama Mio. I've done um, Vaseline. I've done them all. I don't know that any of them in particular have been the one to help prevent stretch marks because I've just been getting them. I think it's genetics. So whether you buy the most expensive or whatever it is, I think if you're going to get them, you're going to get them.
1: I do hear also, apart from genetics, um... you need to be, you need to moisturize from within. So drink a lot of water, stay very hydrated. That also helps with you not getting so many stretch marks.
0: Yeah. And the other thing that I did look for during my first trimester was a community. And I ended up going with the Motherhood Center in Houston. And they have like a, they have a great balance. So they're not only like a community where they have night nurses and doulas and like all this extra stuff. They also have workout classes and they offer um, prenatal massages. So I initially went for the workout classes, and then I started going to their, like, informative classes, and then I also did get a massage. So I really like that center. You're, you're there with everyone who's also pregnant, either far ahead of you, behind you, whatever, but it's just, like, a huge, like, cute community that's in your center, that's in your city.
1: Now, I never got a massage when I was pregnant. I was too scared. I had place I worked at had a, a masseuse there, and she always told me that it was bad to get Granted, she was very old school, very much older lady. But she always told me that it was bad to get a massage when you were pregnant. I don't um, think you're supposed
0: to first trimester. Correct.
1: And now after she told me that, I was scared, so I never did it. So I've always been curious. What are the massages like when you are pregnant?
0: So I would say moving on to my second trimester must-haves, when you're trying to adjust, adjust to your new growing size, one of the first things that I did was get a massage massage. And I was at Motherhood Center. And um, they have a prenatal and a postnatal massage. And I thought it was wonderful. So they're very informative as they're giving you the massage. They're also pretty quiet. It's like a spa-like environment. They don't have you lay on your stomach, obviously. So they have, like, these pregnancy pillows. And you'll lay, like, on your side. And she'll massage that side and then she'll like help flip you over and then so she'll put the pillow in a comfortable a comfortable setting on your other side and then massage you that way. But I can't recommend it enough. Like it was amazing. I felt so good. And my other friend went with me and she was maybe like ten weeks ahead of me mm-hmm. and she was like waddling and in so much pain and she felt so good after.
1: You make me want to get pregnant to try
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can get a massage without being pregnant. (laughs) But they also have an inducing massage at the Motherhood Center, and I am so wanting to try that. But I think you have to have a doctor's note. Like, they won't do it unless you have a doctor's note.
1: Maybe ask your doctor that at your next appointment. Oh, trust me.
0: I've already asked her. (laughs) I want that doctor note. Another must-have in my second trimester um, was new bras. I felt like they got tight super fast. Well, everything's growing. I know. And you just kind of, it's like overnight where you're like, oh, I'm fine. I'm still wearing my own clothes. And then you're like, whoa.
1: Yeah. It's literally one day to another that you realize, oh, there is actually a belly and I can see it now or you yeah. know, everything just feels or looks a lot bigger.
0: I think I went through like a, it was like weird. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just me. And then here's a the belly. It was like, oh, here's me. Now I just look and feel bloated. hmm And then after that, that stage lasted for like a good while. And then it was like, oh, you can tell I'm pregnant. Yeah. So um, during that transition, I would say it was hard because it's like, I don't feel like I need maternity clothes yet because I'm just kind of like, I just look chunky or like bloated. But buying some maternity clothes was like the best thing because it didn't make me feel as crappy about myself. Yes. So I would, I would advise for anyone to like invest in just like three pieces
1: Um, going into that about, you know, having to purchase maternity clothes, do you always try to go through like a thrift store or a resale store or, you know, something like that? Because maternity clothes, you only use it for a short period of time, so it doesn't get a lot of wear and tear. Um, so you can find a lot of maternity clothes at a resale store and a thrift store that hasn't been used for a very decent
0: price. Yeah. And I wish I would have done that, but I didn't, yeah, you didn't give me that tip until later <laughs> after I had already bought everything, but I bought like, I think it was like three pairs of like leggings and like some jeans and like a few tops, but I, they were pricey. I was very in
1: denial. Um, my boyfriend had to go buy the stuff for me because I never went and bought it. So when he finally bought me, I think he bought me some shorts and some jeans. You're right when you say it just makes you feel a lot better not so crappy about yourself and you're just so much more comfortable.
0: Yeah, because you just feel like, uh, I don't know. You can breathe. You can breathe and you're not as, you like you finally have some like really cute pieces and so you're like, okay, I look decent or I look cute. Like I'm happy with myself, whatever. Yeah. So maternity clothes would be my second trimester. Like go out, just invest in like a piece or two. Even if you are tiny, you feel like I'm still fitting in my clothes. It'll make you feel so much better. Yeah,
1: and don't be that person that's like, oh, thrift stores, how grows, but come on it's just maternity clothes you're gonna wash it and if you're washing it with you know your stuff you should know that you yourself are clean for sure so come on it's not gonna hurt you to buy from resale
0: my other item would be a belly belt I didn't think I was in denial like on this one for sure I had the worst pelvic pain and I was just kind of like I'll do ice packs I'll do this I'll walk and it'll get better and it would not and finally my mom was like just get a belt and I did I ordered a Ordered one off of Amazon and it was a lifesaver, but now I'm convinced that that's the reason why he had he's like head up.
1: Well, I I can't say yes or no. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get one, but because I didn't have I didn't experience all of that pain. I do think that as you go and you're further along, your belly just feels so much heavier. So I can see why. Yeah, it helps. Um, and I considered getting one, but I was already so far into like the end when I was finally struggling with it that I never did. But Yes, if your belly is that heavy, you're going through those issues, definitely get it. And it's like, I don't
0: even need it now in the third trimester, I needed it more in the second.
1: Yes, again, when you're trying to figure out how to, you know, get used to your growing belly and just your body.
0: I also was never sick, like I never had like um, morning sickness or anything, but I had the worst allergies in my second trimester like bad I was so desperate for anything so my other must-have for second trimester is a humidifier because I feel like it just saved my life I was like breathing that in all night it was the worst
1: and now for your third trimester where it is that you're starting to get ready for you know delivery and labor yes
0: what's on your list number one is thank you notes I feel like I've written over like a hundred for all the presents that we've received. So uh, thank you cards are definitely on the list. I would say uh, not only comfortable shoes, but I had a size up. Like my shoes weren't fitting me anymore at all. Not even my flats.
1: Supposedly aside from your feet being swollen because you do get, you swell you swell up a lot. Sometimes during pregnancy, your foot grows and I experienced that with my second um it grew a little bit. It didn't grow Did a lot. Did it go back to normal? Um I didn't notice that my foot had grown until my baby was already like maybe 6 months when I started trying to put, you know, nicer shoes like my cuter shoes on. Oh. So, you know. I hope I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> so we'll see, but it is said that sometimes during pregnancy your feet do grow. Sometimes uh. by a lot, sometimes by a little, sometimes not at all.
0: Mm. I don't want to give up my shoes, I but know.
1: It is what it is. Yeah, and I think with my first with my first pregnancy my feet swelled up with my second not so much, but I only had one pair of sandals that <sighs> fit. And it was during the summer, so I mean that's literally Oh, that's terrible. Yes, that is all that I wore just that one pair of sandals that fit.
0: You were super pregnant in the summertime. I'm so thankful
1: I'm not. Yeah, it was the worst. I mean, imagine dry heaving and like <laughs> No.
0: No, I'm <laughs> so thankful I'm not in the heat, especially <laughs> in Houston. Another, another must-have for my third trimester has been a birth ball. Um, I feel like no, there is no position or no couch that's, like, comfortable anymore. So just sitting on a ball just giving me so much more, like, relief on my hips and back. She's currently sitting on it right now. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob got me my other must-have that I didn't even know was a must-have, but a handheld massage.
1: So like, is that, like, an electric one? Yeah. Okay.
0: It's, like, those ones that look kind of like a gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes I like kid around with him. I'm like the baby's called, like <laughs> in there, but it's been awesome. Like whenever like he's gone or whatever, I'm like, I use that and it's so nice. One
1: that I know that I could not live without when I was pregnant was a step stool. <laughs> and I know it sounds super silly, but I needed, and I used that step step stool when I was trying to get onto the bed because you know, it's, it's high up off the ground. And when you're not pregnant, it's really not that big of a deal. But when you are pregnant, it's very hard for you to be able to lift your leg up or get in a position to be able to get onto the bed. So a step stool for me during my third trimester was my must-have.
0: And my final must-have for the third trimester is buying a Freedom Mom kit. Like, I've gone on and on and on about this kit because I, like, love it. But it prepares you for, like, that third trimester but, like, brings you into the fourth trimester of trying to recuperate. So I would say that's a must-have for me. I don't have anything now for fourth trimester because I haven't gone through it.
1: Fourth trimester, out of my own personal experience, I think the Freedom Mom itself gives you everything that you could need, could want. They pretty much covered all of the bases. Um, for sure, try to take up on any of the help that people offer you. If you have people in your life that are willing to help, take that help. You're going to need the time and the space for yourself and for your baby. Um, that's Stepstool. It's still going to come in handy because you're going to be hurting everywhere. You're not going to be able to get on the bed. And basically, again, everything that comes in the Freedom Mom kit. A lot of that stuff, you know, the hospital gives to you, you know, be it the disposable diapers. Sometimes um, I know Freedom Mom has their own version of the pads. But if you don't want to go and buy the Freedom Mom kit or for whatever reason, you know, maybe you, you, you don't want it. I know that I made my own pads. So I used um, the Aloha, you know, like the gel type. I made it with that, with witch hazel, and then, so I put it on the pads, froze them, and that's what I would use. Okay. So, again, if you, for whatever reason, don't end up buying the Freedom Mom or you don't get it as a gift, you know, you can also make your own, so. Register for it. I did. Yes.
0: People will buy it for you in light of today. I don't know if I'm going to get, so that, I don't know if I'm going to get induced, but um, I do have some fears of potentially getting induced. And I am curious about that
1: you know i haven't i've refrained from asking questions because i knew we were going to talk about it here um but you know i've had just kind of everything the way quote unquote it's supposed to kind of go when it comes to Mm -hmm. the pregnancy so what is it like so far for you how did you go about finding out that you were you had the possibility of being induced
0: so i have the gestational diabetes so my doctor I had a conversation with um Jacob Nine and, and said that we probably will be getting induced by 38 weeks. Um there was some fears with it. There's the fears that is the baby ready. Um, you know, there's I've read some articles that labor's longer when you get induced. I've read articles that say there's a huge increase in the risk of cesarean. Um and also I guess just the fear of like going in and not really knowing what I'm walking into has been a fear of mine. But also, in the back of my mind, I'm also like, okay, they know what they're doing, they're medical professionals, and she's not going to put me in harm. Correct. Yeah, that's right. So whether, I guess the the biggest fear has been like, oh, well, it's an increase for a C-section, and it's an increase for a longer labor. Regardless, I'm going to be there for a while, because they have to induce you.
1: <laughs> have you at all prepared yourself for the thought of, or the reality of, having to get a C-section?
0: I have. I have. I've been mentally preparing myself of... um. So one of, our, one of our good family friends is a ICU nurse, and she was a labor and delivery nurse for a while. And she told me that if she had to have children, she would go through a C-section. So I've had a lot of positive feedback and have a lot of positive notes on it saying that um, although it, it is a harder recovery, it's easier on your body in the sense of, and this is just what I've heard, in the sense of um, you won't have a leaky bladder is what people have said? No, I've heard that. But then I've
1: also heard that even if you get a C-section, you have a risk of still getting a leaky bladder because you still have, you know, when the baby's in you, you still have him pushing up against Oh, for sure. And I yes. think mine pushes up
0: against it all the time. Yes. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. I've just had recently, like a lot of women just tell me like, don't be scared. It's okay. I had one and it wasn't the route I wanted to go, but I'm okay with it. So I'm trying to just come to terms with either route is going to be fine. I'm going to be okay. You also have a good support system. Yeah. So that I
1: think that needs to um, go in through, again, the fourth trimester. Make sure that you have
0: a good support system. For sure, like a good little village, whether it be your spouse, your significant other, and even your friends around you. But I do have, like, I I am I am in tune with the reality that I might have to get induced, but I kind of want to induce it myself. So I have, like, this running list of things I'm going to do right before I have to go in for, like, the induction date.
1: So what are you doing so far and when, have you started it yet?
0: No, because I think you're like, I don't know, but online has said like, don't start until like you're actually ready. So I think I'm probably going to start like in a week or two. But, um, one of them that I really want to try is a massage. There's like a inducing massage that I told you about motherhood, Uh but you have to have a doctor's note. So I need to get that on Thursday. (laughs) Um, the other thing on my list is red raspberry leaf tea. And I read like, do not drink this until you're ready. Okay. I don't know like the scientific and scientific like background about it, but that and my mom says, um, cumin tea. I've heard of that. Well, that sounds disgusting. It but does. It sounds terrible. Next on the list for me is spicy food, which I already love and I already eat. So I don't know if that's really going to make a dent, but uh-huh. we'll see.
1: Might give you heartburn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also have heard about pineapple, but I'm kind of like skeptical on that one.
1: I don't know how true that one is. I don't think it'll really do much.
0: All of the YouTube videos that I've watched and all the articles have said, like, yeah, pineapple, but it never did anything for me.
1: Yeah. Now, I do have to ask, when are you, are you, when you say you're ready or when you will be ready, are you going by, you know, what the doctor says, okay, now you're ready to start inducing or are you going to tell yourself, okay, I'm ready now?
0: Well, so she gave me a date. So she told me, like, this is a date that we will induce. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking two days before that I'll start my self inducing list. Okay. Yeah. And then there's there's another one that on my list that um I was kind of shocked about, but it's a Mexican remedy and it's drinking um, chocolate de abuelita. Which I, I can drink that all day.
1: I know, but I'm not sure how that would induce you. I don't know. That's like the best thing you could drink.
0: I know, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh I'd have I was like, yeah, I'd rather have that instead of like raspberry, red leaf tea or whatever. Yeah, and that cu- cumin.
1: Yeah. That sounds terrible. Also, long walks. That's what I did for my pregnancies for both. Yes. I took some very long walks. It I've heard the putting the
0: treadmill up to like an incline too.
1: Well, I used to go, um, there's a park here in Houston, Studywood Park, um, and there's a lot of inclines there. So that's what I would do. We would walk that, but oh, I was just ready to pop those kids out. Yeah, I
0: know. I, I feel like I'm getting to that point where I just want to start trying this stuff.
1: And then I also, when I was pregnant with my second- um, he had a due date in August, uh, but I already have a baby in August and I did not want my second to be in August. So I said, no, this baby is going to be born in July. So it was literally like July 29th. Cause, yeah. July 29th. And I told my boyfriend to look up some YouTube videos cause I was literally standing there like walking back and forth. So I told him, look up some labor inducing YouTube videos and I'm going to start doing them right now. And I really, I give credit to those videos cause that's what made me go into labor. How many
0: weeks were you? I
1: don't remember. 38? Yes. Okay, that's not too bad. 38. But again, it was like two weeks before the due date. I was ready to just have him out and I did not want another August baby. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, that's good. So she didn't have to share her birthday. Yeah.
1: So again, I did the YouTube videos and I've shared that link with you if you do decide to do that. I actually,
0: that's on my list. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. That's definitely on my list too.
1: Now, um, another thing for the fourth trimester, the must have list is the postpartum belly band now oh yes yes the post, i don't have one okay um i'll try to look for for one and maybe i'll gift it to you okay um because i threw mine out because i didn't use it anymore i, I would have known i would have kept it for you but the postpartum belly band you can find them anywhere there's all sorts of types of belly bands you can get them at target amazon that's where i got mine and basically i mean you've been pregnant for so long your insides have been stretched out and pushed they're all kind of out of place mm-hmm. Um, your abdominal muscles also have been kind of stretched out, things like that. So this helps to kind of bring everything back into place. So, um, you know, if you sneeze, something doesn't like jump out where it's not supposed to be jumping (laughs) out. So the belly band, it's a necessity. Sometimes the hospital, if you ask, uh, they will give one to you. Some hospitals supply them, some don't. I always had mine, so I never had to ask for one, but yes, if, you're able to ask your hospital if they provide them. Go ahead; they'll they should give one to you. Um, and if you don't, then just look for one on Amazon. Again, Target. You can find them everywhere. But a belly band, postpartum band, whatever you want to look at, look them up as. That is a must-have. That's a good one. Very important must-have.
0: That is a good one.
1: Also helps kind of bring you back into shape.
0: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I'm I'm sure it feels good to like feel like that like tightness of yes. like uh-huh getting it back together, but um you ready for our song break yes what song are we doing today i'll i'll let you pick the song this time we're gonna do pink by janelle monae
2: I mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: quote is by harriet hartigan giving birth and being born brings us into the essence of creation where the human spirit is courageous and bold and the body a miracle of wisdom
0: nice i know i
1: think that's that should be very encouraging to you right now that you're about to go through a it very is out
0: of body experience so i'm about to go and get checked to see if uh anything's going on i'm sure you're fine i'm sure We've oh, been tracking the contractions. Yes.
1: Um, actually we should probably mention that too with maybe what is it, the third trimester. Maybe get a an app on your phone or something that will help you track your contractions whenever they do start happening. Um, that way you know, you know, how far apart they are. You can mark on there how intense they are on a scale of maybe one through ten, how um how long it is that they're lasting. Because when you walk into the hospital and, you know, you start going into the labor and delivery room. They will ask you, well, have you been having contractions? What time did they start? How far apart are they? How long are they lasting? Um, the pain level, things like that. And it's good to have a good record of it. Also for yourself, it also kind of helps you know where, what stage you're in. If, yeah. You know, the closer they are together, the closer you are to completely being ready to to push that baby out. So that's also a good reference to have.
0: It is so um today's going to be a little short since we've got to get to the hospital just to be sure everything's okay if you're loving our content please follow us on itunes spotify or wherever you're streaming and don't forget to leave us a review
1: also don't forget to follow us on all social media on instagram facebook twitter um sunday school podcast and school s-k-e-w-l the cool way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and we'll also be sending out a newsletter where we recap all of the information. You can also find, you know, the list of everything that we've given um, listed today. We'll have all of that noted on there as well.
0: And the newsletter will be basically a recap of the month. So they will come out at the end of every month. And if you
1: have any questions, any um, topics you want us to cover, please let us know. Reach out to us whatever way works best for you.
0: Thanks. See you next week. On Sunday School. <laughs>